0: Well, it's Wednesday, November sixteenth. MRC is wrapped. Wrapped. This done is and dusted. this is what we do when MRC is wrapped. We sit in this spot right here, sit and chill,
1: hats <laughs> backwards. We're like it's been a few I didn't days. That's right? I know. I put mine backwards. I was like,
0: "It's a when mode." When did you put yours? <laughs> flipping the switch. But today we have some interesting things to talk about because yesterday AutoNation announced that they bought six point one percent of TrueCar. Whoa. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. They bought that. We're gonna they talk did about that. that. And we're all, what are we, oh, and we're also going to give you a few insights that have not been released.
1: Have not been released anywhere. They're in a slide deck that only we've seen. Maybe three other people have seen, including the people
0: that made it, around it's great. luxury brand loyalty, what Tesla's included and what Tesla isn't included. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. All right. I don't know what to do because we don't have the music we here. We don't have music. It's Okay. Yeah, so we have yeah, we have we got, our cameraman over there is he's is humming jamming, the lyrics he's doing the thing. But we're excited to be with you this morning. I mean, we just got done spending 3 days with The Industry in the dirt.
1: In the dirt, we did we recorded a lot of podcasts, so we'll be releasing those over the next week and a half. Uh, in the dirt with a Soto if you're not following it, grab it on your podcast platforms. We got to have a lot of conversations with people that they literally have never been on a podcast before or Many. on a stage. And I can say that
0: zero of them bombed it.
1: I know they were. Amazing. I was impressed.
0: What's well, the? They're the marketers. They're the marketers. The they were. The, they
1: were some. You know, some owners, some operators, and what is? What's not lost on me is that there are so many people in automotive doing these unique, creative, dynamic things in their communities that just the stories have to like get get out, out. some way, and we're excited that we get the opportunity to, to share those because. Even in a, in a, even in a conference where the majority of the stuff is around analytics, we're talking CDPs, we got acronyms being thrown everywhere. A couple. There is so much happening in communities and with people, and dealers are doing the things that we believe impact our communities and are the reason why the Franchise Retail Network is an important network in our like, e- economic ecosystem. And Period. We saw that over the last few days.
0: There's nothing like hearing somebody say, and we do this, and we do this in the community, and we do this with our people, and we're like, there's someone actually practicing. There were moments we would just kind of, of sit had. back and we'd
1: be like, it actually oh, exists. It's like it seeing exists. a unicorn. Yeah. I yeah. just yeah. saw
0: the Sasquatch. Yeah. We talk about him. We write books about him, and there he is. Yes. Or she is. <laughs> I don't know. Is the Sasquatch or borgo? Who, Hi, who, knows, who okay, knows? Let's get so Pat You and I were sitting at a table when a notification came up on one of our phones and it was a LinkedIn post by Steve Greenfield, and it said, Auto Nation acquires 6.1%, one or two, 6.1%. 6.1%. of true car. And we would just looked at each other like, and then Brian, we had the Kramer, p- Brian Kramer Scroll. was sitting at the table, and we showed him, <laughs> and he looked up and he stopped chewing. This was his face. And I watched his eyes like, just like a <laughs> processing button, and... and it's very rare that Brian Kramer doesn't have something to say. I know. And I think that was kind of like some of the posts, you know, like you, I think you commented on the post. I'm just going to leave that right here. Yeah. Just, okay. And I said, that's all. <laughs> awkward silence
1: fills the room
0: Yeah. because I don't know that the industry has any idea what to do with that.
1: Well, and here's what's interesting. And, and we know a lot of people at AutoNation, we actually got to hang out with them this yeah, week. We did. Um, to me, that's a, that's an interesting play, especially for them to say, Hey, look, We're looking at this as emerging technology, and I don't think, like, the dealer network— That's what the press
0: release said, literally. I don't think that the dealer network sees
1: that. Now, we also know a bunch of people at TrueCar, and we know that they are pressing the boundaries in some ways. Um, So I'm interested to see, like— what a large organization like that sees in something that has lost a lot of stock value, knows publicly traded company, what's the emergent tech that leverages, that, that they can leverage to serve customers? Because I'm sure there's some tech in there that they're able there's to they're, they're be. Be leverage. I mean, leverage. look,
0: Autonation Auto is, is moving the needle. From a retail standpoint, right, Thinking like a consumer, I see Autonation as a well known brand. I see TrueCar as a well known brand. Right. Because I think from the consumer's perspective, It's a lot different for True Car than what the dealer's perspective is. So I think when the press release comes out, publicly traded company, they're actually making the press release for the public. For the public. Not for Ah. us, right? It's not all about us. See
1: what you did there. And so when they
0: see that, I think the general public um, consumption of that information, what that's going to process is, oh, good, two brands that I know and trust working together to make things better. I think that's the public perception. From the insider perspective, I think everyone's got the skirt. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? True Car has been doing a lot in the last year just to try to get back into being in front of dealers, being at events, um, you know, doing just a lot of public relations things and letting dealers know, like, hey, we're here. We're not asking for anything. Right. We're here to serve you. So um, there's got to be something under the hood that we don't know about.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Definitely. Well, speaking of things under the hood that nobody knows about. Stop. Oh, this is a Segway great one. Time. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things that happened uh, when we were—it uh, was actually Tuesday that we were walking. Can through. I tell the story? Yeah, please tell the story.
0: Okay, so we're sitting there in a panel, and you know what a panel? It's Brian Pash. Um, uh, who else was on the panel? It was Steve Greenfield, Brian Pash, and um, Rusty West. Rusty West, uh, right? Market from Market Scan. From And they're talking about luxury loyalty. They're talking about Tesla. They're talking about the differences between like what it, what Tesla actually is and where – and they talked about loyalty, and Kyle is next to me.
1: Well, it was funny because <laughs> well, no, the the earlier part of the story is, um, uh, oh my goodness, from Q-Vale, uh, uh, uh Gino, Gino, Gino Walsh pipes up and says, "Hey, I haven't been able to get a straight answer from anyone. Like, what's the actual retention?" Right, it was a question to the panel from. Uh, for Tesla because that's something that we should be looking at as an industry. Like w- once people buy one, are they going back and doing that again? Because we're talking about
0: it like the Holy Grail. Right, exactly. Yeah.
1: And nobody kind of knew the answer in the room. There were a couple of people that piped
0: up. And Kyle so, you pulls know. out his phone and he starts texting. He's like, I'm texting Amber. <laughs> and he texts Amber Daniel from Polk. And S&P Global, S&P right? S&P Global, yes, the whole thing together now. Yep. Big logo. Um, that's how I remember it. Yeah. Big, big logo. Because <laughs> I'm names. the one that had to lay it into the thing. It's hard to fit, just so you know. <laughs> just a little word to it. She, and so she comes flying in. in she's about, like,
1: give me five minutes. I actually just got some slides.
0: So she comes flying into the room, five minutes. <laughs> Literally, Brian Pasha is up there closing out the panel. And Amber's like, give me a second. Clicking through, analyzing the slides. It's like the first time, she first time, saw time she's him. seen him. Kyle stands up and <laughs> like... <laughs> I think I have some information that might be relevant. We have the loyalty metrics on Tesla versus non-Tesla. So I need to set yeah. up. You can, you can talk about what it so actually is. So the loyalty
1: metrics look like this, is, uh, is what they've found. Is they, so they've just done this luxury, luxury segment loyalty look. And uh, the luxury segment sees a 45% loyalty, which is much higher than including the rest of Tesla. automotive. Including Tesla. It's so they, everything they put together. that in there. Um, what's interesting is – so there's a couple interesting facts here is when you remove Tesla from the equation, it only goes to 43%. So what that means is uh, is that uh, – well, let me, the, the, the kicker here is that Tesla's loyalty is 86%. So very high. Extremely high. She
0: hedged a little. She was like about 80%. She 80 was like percent. about
1: 80 But what well, she said, she was like whispered. She was like, it's 86%. It's actually 86 Right? So what that tells me is that even though you have – like what's interesting is there's massive loyalty to a brand it's still only a very small subset of consumers that are purchasing that vehicle uh because if it's 86 percent, you would expect it to swing it a lot more how much attention is being put on that brand but it only sways at two points so two points still a strong you know the luxury brands are doing a better job at loyalty than your non-luxury brands because non-luxury is down in the 30s um and so Definitely a positive thing there, but shoot, if, a, if an OEM or a dealership is looking for 50, 55, 60% as a growth metric for loyalty, yeah. you're catching up to a brand that right now is sitting at 86%. So they've done a whole lot of things way past just like we have EVs.
0: And, and you think of luxury loyalty and you think of the average Tesla owner where it's like a third car or more. We talked about this and the accessibility of EVs as they come out and what is going to be acceptable or not. What drives loyalty in Tesla? How can you have loyalty to a brand or a vehicle where if it breaks, you could be without it for 60 days. If you get in a car accident, you could be out without it for three months. Well, what do you do? Well, the average Tesla driver is like, well, I just drive the Mercedes, right? Uh, yeah. I'll just drive the Mercedes for a few months. So it's not you know, affecting that's crazy. loyalty. I wonder,
1: I would be interested to see the crossover in Tesla owners and all alternate luxury owners. Right, you know, and like what they do with their alternate luxury, as as opposed to that's a, that's a really interesting we'll point. We'll ask those questions.
0: We you. will for and our loyal audience. We'll find just, out just just for you, just for <laughs> you. So those, those conversations were surrounding Tesla, and like for everyone that looks at it, as like we progress through this, more and more thoughtfulness, more and more data is allowing us to kind of dissect that and see what the real brand value is, what the real loyalty is, what the real value proposition is. You know, whether it's like a sexy brand like Tesla, or if it's the EV segment, Mm. and the rest of the world. Right. So we're pulling that apart. So we wanted to share some of those insights with you because they're fresh, hot off the press. They've probably never even been written down anywhere yet. I have a feeling they're going to be soon. Absolutely. They're being talked about right now. Um, And so we're going to be bringing you more of those interviews that we had. We probably have 15 from people that are in the dirt. Um, and. Yeah. Man, it's just going to be the wind-down day, process we're the We're going back
1: to cold for both of us. We are. There it's was gonna some be snow right. in Syracuse. Oh, man. Yeah, it's okay. like 30 in Nashville. Okay. It's not this. Was it know? really
0: 30 in Nashville? Yeah,
1: it's crazy. So. Okay. Hey, so. we're going back to it. But, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. While we've been here all week, we can't wait to share with you the conversations. And our encouragement to you is... Get in, find the, find what's working. Uh, be in your community and share that out. Shift the perception of auto with us. We need to tell a better story, uh, and we hope you'll join us in telling that.